Welcome to our podcast, We Got the Nod. A new and bold internet radio show designed for those who are on a conscious path of awakening. We are here to uplift and inspire you, to share practical tools and techniques to assist you stepping into your highest expression as spirit having a human experience. We will get raw and real, sharing kundalini yoga, music, poetry, and mantra, and so much more. Let us open our hearts and minds to our true potential, making the impossible possible, the surreal real. Let's begin. What's up, no? This is Haviram. Very pleased to announce a new podcast, which is a recent interview that I conducted with our graduate, Marissa Sukhpalakar, recent graduate of the facilitator training program, the Sound Temple San Marcos. Sukhpalakar is, in our vocabulary, what we call an avatar. She is was the ideal student Drini for the sound facilitator training. From start to finish, her commitment was 100% punctual always. She came to all the additional events um, <clears throat> that we offered, complimentary events as part of the program. Because of her commitment to the program, she clearly shown and received tremendous benefits from the three-week journey together and of course was a shining light for the other members of the class and because we work with small groups this is key when one student really shines and gives everything, gives their whole being to the program, it has to rub off on the other students, and this is exactly what happened. We had four incredible women in the group. Um, right from day one, there was a heart meeting, a meeting of hearts, where we invite everyone to, to share from the heart, to be vulnerable, within the sacred circle, sacred talking circle. And I think you'll hear in this interview how that translated for Sukhpal as a participant. It was a joy to speak with her. And let's get to it. Sat Nam. Sat Nam. We're here with the lovely Sukhpal Kar, Marissa, um, and wanted to uh, interview Sukhpal after completing our facilitator training program. We've been so happy to have you in the course with us. It's been an amazing journey. So, so happy that you uh, agreed to, to do this. And, um, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, for, yeah, for any listeners, um, maybe we could start with just maybe saying a little bit about you and, and what brought you to San Marcos and then and into our training programs. Sure. Sound facilitator training. Yeah. So I, I came to San Marcos a year ago to study my animal massage and to source cacao. And I was here for two weeks and just felt this strong call to stay longer. So I went home and it's been a year. I came back a year later uh, with a whole new intention, which was for healing. Uh, I had found out I had a diagnosis of breast cancer and I knew that I just wanted to find alternative modalities. And I knew that sound healing is a powerful modality for healing. So I walked by the sound temple and I saw the flyer and I was like, ooh, the sound facilitator training. And I, back home, I offer rituals where I do incorporate some sound and movement and, and I feel like the training really helped weave all of those modalities together. And I have a background in Kundalini Yoga. Yeah, of course, that, yeah, that was immediate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did my uh, Kundalini yoga teacher training back in 2009. Mm-hmm. And I think what really drew me to your program is I love how much you integrate the Kundalini mm-hmm. mantras. Mm-hmm. And my relationship with these mantras have shifted completely. Mm-hmm. And there's been so much inspiration that has come out <laughs> since I've started the training. I mm-hmm. released two albums. <laughs> Yeah, tell us a little bit about that because uh-huh. you, yeah, you were these recordings. Yeah, yeah it's super simple. Yeah. And I just did it on my computer on Garage Band, mm-hmm. and one of the albums is for the Aquarian Sadhana, a morning meditation, early morning meditation that Yogi Bhajan gave to us for the Aquarian age. And they're such beautiful mantras. Mm. And I um, took music from uh, DJ Taz Rashid, who's already produced the music. And I feel like what I also got from this program is the courage to really explore mm. with, like, creating mm. my own, uh, not, not the actual mantras, but the own, like, tunes. Um, and to just get creative versus mm. singing other people's already recorded mantras, you know? So that was a nice way of just inviting in more creativity. Can I, I just want to comment on that because uh, this is really integral to our training is courage and conviction and really honing your own unique voice. And, and one of the reasons, well, one of the many reasons I wanted to invite you to, to this interview because you are like an avatar for us, one of our best students so far. Um, <laughs> I'm not trying to say it because. Um, I witnessed, and I'm sure to too, saw this, that your courage really blossomed and your, your voice, everything. We really saw this in a short period of time, right? Mm. You're really stepping more into your power. Did you feel that? I did, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 And, you know, because you talk about um, the anahata nad, right? Like this unstruck sound. I think that was like our first mm. class, and it, it really stuck with me 
of like we're all these walking vibrational frequencies that when we start to tap into it, it it's like and then, and then when I tap into my Mayan calendar reading of Apu, right, which is like also the, the the flower, you know, and it's like I feel like this healing journey is all about this like blossoming. I feel like for so many people on this healing journey, it's about opening up. For me, it's like deepening my connection to spirit, which I feel like is what this training has done significantly. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are so many times we've had integrations. You know, I love that you pass the talking stick, you know, at the beginning of every session, and there's time for us to integrate, you know, because as we spoke, it's such an integral part of the process. Yes. So it felt really great to be able to... Um, to have space to to share what was coming up because sound mm. does open things yes. up. Well, yeah, I think this this is worth uh, addressing too. So thank you. Um, is our approach is I think quite unique in many ways. And one way is that we, we put a lot of emphasis on the personal healing journey of all the students because we know that stuff is going to come up, like you said, and. Uh, and also for the facilitator uh, to be, or whether you're already, in your case, working in a, as a, in a facilitation role, using some of these modalities already, but still to 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 know this process yourself, right? That you, you can then help others who, are, yeah, mm-hmm. going through that journey, the the sacred, the, the long dark night of the soul. Do you want to speak about that? Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, that was also one of the conversations the first week, and... Oh my god, what a start! (laughs) Wow. We have four women in this group, four very powerful women, yeah? Yeah, Mm. yeah. Yeah. And so it was beautiful, because I mean, something that I had shared is I feel like this last year, it's been almost a year now since I've been on this healing path, that I feel like it's, I've been on, like, living this dark night of the soul, and so... To hear you speak about it, I was like, oh my gosh, to identify it as that. Because um, I know it's, it's difficult for anyone who's on this path. Um, but it was just really nice to be held in that space and have a conversation about all the ways that we can explore through that. And working with um, a Mayan elder, one of the things he said is, is particularly about Abu, you know, my Mayan... Now what is that our role is to take people into mm. the underworld mm. and we can't take people there unless we've been there ourselves. Exactly, right? Yeah. And I feel mm. like it's the same with any person in the healing modality unless like you've really truly experienced something and mm. how are you going to support others? Well, this is it, right? Because uh, yeah, I think you get about teacher training, which you did, the Kundalini Yoga teacher training Yogi Bhajan, he was very smart, but he, he, he made a very, with the help of Guru Chara and those in the Kundalini Yoga research, to, to, to set up the manual and the training such that a teacher doesn't necessarily have to be at that stage, at a higher stage of self-mastery even, to, to teach, because we, they have the manual, they have, everything is in place. But in, in our case, we, we can't do that, we don't want to do that. We're not here to tell every student, this is how you have to do sound healing, what, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's tricky, we have, we, that's why we put a lot of emphasis on, on the, 
your individual process mm -hmm. and hoping too that you're going to be able to turn that around when you're working with others. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean you said it yesterday, right? It's like wisdom is experience. Yes. Right? So as we get all this experience, we're getting, I feel like I've, I've gathered all <laughs> these tools. And now I get to just put them together and really tap into just like trusting myself. Yeah, yeah, so in that like, do you, do you feel, having gone through these three weeks with us, we, we still have a graduation ceremony coming up, so we're not quite, do you feel more focused and more, more clear on, on your path as a, as a facilitator? I do, yeah, definitely. I feel like, um, it's interesting because you had talked about the mantras being codes, right? Mm. And, and it's interesting because it reminded me of right before... I went to the moon dance, the ceremony that happens in Mexico where women gather together to pray and sing. And someone told me in a ceremony, she was like, I feel like you're going to receive some codes. I don't know anything about the moon dance. But now, looking back, I realize that those songs are codes, just as these mantras are codes. And so now I feel like it's just a matter of actually you know, using mm -hmm. these codes to tap into yes. the power of the healing, whether it be for prosperity or health or, yeah. you know, connection to spirit, whatever the theme of that mm -hmm. mantra is. Mm -hmm. Like, let's, let's utilize these. Yeah, that's an extra thing we really appreciate with Sukhpal, because you, you like to compose, and this is one of our passions, obviously. Uh, in, in our kirtans, uh, we do almost entirely original compositions, so Kirtan and I both compose music for the mantras, so we, we love to see our students also following in, in, in that same... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I never composed before yeah. this because I, I realized all the songs that I was singing before were already composed mm -hmm. songs, like all the mm -hmm. moon dance songs are songs that I've learned. And so... Which is great, too. It's beautiful, yeah. yeah. And it's also beautiful to be able to um, step out of my comfort zone, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah. just start playing with, like, what else can I create with these words or with these mantras? So, mm. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah thank you. WGTN Guatemala. Here at the School of Nod, we are pleased to announce the opening of the Sound Temple in beautiful San Marcos, La Laguna, Lake Atitlan, Guatemala. The Sound Temple is a unique geodesic dome and community space dedicated in devotion to the exploration of the universal sound current, Nod, sound healing, and sacred music. If you should decide to visit the majestic Lake Atitlan, we would love to meet you in person and cordially welcome you to attend one or more of our weekly sound baths, kirtan, meditations, tantra play shops, and more. And we are delighted to announce that we now offer sound facilitator trainings and certifications here at the Sound Temple. And soon we'll be offering the same training online for a growing global community of Nod yogis. To learn more, please go to www.schoolofnod.com or look for the School of Nod on social media and YouTube. 
You may also find the Sound Temple San Marcos on Facebook and Instagram at Sound Temple San Marcos. Now, back to the podcast. WGTN Guatemala. Makes me think of some of the great composers like a Bach or, or Mozart, because I feel that, let's speak of Mozart, is a good example that, that he had a direct link to certain spheres, right? Musical spheres that are not accessible to most people, right? And that's why their music is, is universal and so, you know, lasting after centuries and will probably continue, right? Because they were tapping into something. And I guess that that's part of our aim, in a sense, for those like you who are, are open to that, to developing that channel, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. And com- com- composing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yeah. it's kind of Well, it's special. nice because it's so catchy, too. You know, like, I just came out of your Violent Flame meditation. And every time I've done it, it puts me into a trance state, you know, which is another topic that we get to explore. And, Mm-hmm. And it's so beautiful because every time that I leave, I have these mantras in my head repeating over and over and over again. And mm-hmm. I had shared before, someone had mentioned that anyone who's been diagnosed with um, cancer, this Taoist teacher recommended listening to at least mm-hmm. three hours of mantras every single mm-hmm. day. Because this is what's going to help rewire yes. like the software of our system. So I feel like that's what you're all doing here. You're rewiring <laughs> people's brains to, you know, remember I am. I am the violent flame. <laughs> the powerful healing that comes with that. Hmm. Well, maybe we could close with that because that's uh, another important theme. So thank you again for uh, raising that, the, the trance theme. Because um, here in San Marcos, as in many other uh spiritual hubs, if you will, uh, Mecca is like a lot, a lot of plant medicine comes, a lot of, a lot of healers, you met some, some powerful shamans too, come here from all over the Americas. Um, our focus is more on sound, and in Kundalini Yoga we do use cacao, but um, do you want to say anything about that? Because um, I know you, you've tested mm-hmm. all these waters and, yeah. and, and how trans... Yeah. Oh, I feel like sound healing can be just as powerful as any plant medicine ceremony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> well, because it puts you in such a deep state of relaxation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that that's where, you know, we're talking about the, the brain waves, right? The, the mm-hmm. theta, the alpha, the beta. And yes. how when you go into those deep states of relaxation, that's, that's where the healing occurs, you know? And... And sometimes that's when the emotions open up. And I know it, it can have a similar effect with plant medicines, you know, of opening up the emotional body. And But sometimes it's just, I find sound healing to be so much more graceful. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, it's interesting, the, the common thread for me, because I've done quite a few, you know, plant medicine journeys over the last few decades, enough, right, with different shamans from different traditions that, the common thread, obviously for me, is the sound current. Mm. In fact, I can't think of any ceremony, really, uh, certainly ones that were meaningful to me, that did not rely to a large degree on sound and, yeah. and music, these sacred ayahuasca Maybe songs, for example, right? Mm-hmm. You know? If you take that away, what is, right? You just got this 
this horrible medicine, right? Yeah. yeah, and they say it's uh, when the medicine people sing the Icaros, it's their, they're like awakening the, the medicine. It is to yeah. awaken us as well, but it's also like singing to the medicine. Yes, yes. So like what a key element music mm. is in, in all mm. of these ceremonies. Mm. For, for sure yeah. it's been my favorite like one of my favorite things to do in the plant medicine realm is singing yeah you know and yeah. it's also my favorite thing to do without the medicine <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah take the medicine away and, and see let's in a way that's what we're, we're exploring here uh, maybe that might be our last last topic because I, we wanted to bring that across and I wonder if, how that came across to you this idea of research that we are as a facilitator the part of the commitment for us is to con ongoing research and development you know that we never stop learning and exploring and th did that come across to you oh for sure i feel like i'm a forever student i love to learn mm -hmm. i love to constantly engage with uh new modalities and i feel like everyone can serve as a teacher you know and yeah. there's like certain particular people who really have something to offer um mm -hmm. so yeah i'm all about education both my teacher my, both my parents are teachers but oh, okay. like it's just kind of in my blood to constantly mm. be in a state of consuming information which can be a lot sometimes too sometimes <laughs> i just need to take a break and be like all right no uh no input um, which is why I love singing, because, you know, I'm about to go to Peru to do mm -hmm. dieta, mm -hmm. um, which is sitting with ayahuasca and other master plants. Mm -hmm. And usually, I've never done dieta before, but from what I've heard, there's zero input. So you can make music, you can write, but you can't listen to music, you can't oh, watch, you know, yeah. you can't listen to audiobooks, you can't read, you can't even put certain things on your skin. I think right. if you're going really deep, because then it messes with the chemistry of the medicines that you're But you're still encouraged to create composition? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and that's cool. I have a yeah. moon sister who she says every time she comes out of a dieta, she has mm. so many songs that come through. Mm. So I'm excited for that. You remind me of a very old friend of mine, a very talented artist, um, who first brought this to me because I was, you know, so young in my 20s, really, and he said basically that, you know, we had, we have a choice every moment to be a, a consumer or a creator, producer. And that really hit me at that time because, you know, growing up in, in the Canada, you know, with all the mass consumerism expanding at that time, it's like, oh, it really hit me. I was like, yeah. So thank you. Yeah. That, that, that's a really good point. And that's, I guess, what we try to do in our, in our program too is to, to really encourage our uh, trainees to, to do that, to, in a way, to shut off as much as you can. To... <laughs> and I know it's tricky right here, like in a place like San Marcos, because there's so many things to take in. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. But you were, you were the, in a way, an avatar again, because you took advantage of all of our additional offerings. Mm -hmm. Do you want to say anything about that? Maybe? Yeah, I loved it. I loved the kirtans on Friday and, mm -hmm. you know, the kundalini yoga in between. I felt like those were really beautiful ways of continuing mm -hmm. the integration. And just like being in relationship too, right? So yeah. 
Yeah, and then Kirtan, we're just mm. so sweet and beautiful to just have a space to continue to kind of explore with that. And mm. yeah, I, I really enjoyed all the other, the additional offerings in between. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Wish you all the best in your journey to Peru and beyond. We really hope that we can continue to collaborate. Well, I'll be back for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yay! <laughs> we thank you for tuning in. Please make sure to subscribe so as not to miss a single episode. We depend on you, our listeners, to build and expand our audience, to share the nod. So, if you like what you hear, please do not hesitate to share with your friends, family, and community. Sat Nod!